0: The Tennis Gambling Podcast and Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash WinBet, that's SportsGamblingPodcast slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. And welcome, everybody, to the Tennis Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Scott Reichel, and joining me for this episode is Nobody, as it's going to be another solo pod, and I'm going to go through the finals in Sofia and Tel Aviv taking place on Sunday, October 2nd. First of all, to actually go through the picks on how we did last week, we actually did very well. And hopefully we'll do even better on Sunday because we have a couple of outrights that are still live. But starting off with the actual recap from the lock and dog, we ended up winning the dog. We had Verdasco on the money line against Basilevili at around plus 118, and he won in straight sets. Kind of the exact thing that I expected to happen in the overall match. I thought they'd be competitive, but I thought Shvili would commit too many errors and Verdasco would just keep the ball in play and eventually Shvili would self-destruct. That happened as he won 7-6, 7-5. As for the lock, we actually had an underdog. We had Lazarov plus four games against Musetti and it really should have cashed. Lazarov won the first set. He was serving for the match at 6-5. Got broken, then lost in the breaker, but it's fine because we still have about three games to play with for the win, four games to play with for the push. All he has to do is not get absolutely killed in the third set, and he did. Ended up losing the third set 6-2, so he ended up pushing in that one. But he surged for the match on the second set, which made it extremely rough. But either way, a push, I guess, is better than a loss, but pretty unfortunate we didn't sweep. So still a winning episode for the lock and dog portion, and hopefully we'll get another... A winning day here in the Lock and Dog portion coming up for Sunday. But I do have to go through the outrights and how those did. And knock on wood, very, very well. Because there are three tournaments. We're only going to cover two of them. Because unfortunately, the one in South Korea is going to start in roughly a minute. So we're not going to have time to cover that. We'll cover uh, Sofia and Tel Aviv. In the South Korea tournament, I ended up taking Nishikori. Uh, no, not Shori, sorry, Nishioka. That's like Nishioka to win the tournament at 12 to 1. And as for Sofia, I had Rune to win the tournament at 12 to 1, and I have Djokovic to win in Tel Aviv. But if you remember last week, we had Bublik to win at 20 to 1 and he lost in the final. Which means though so far, regardless of how these matches turn out, we have had four straight ATP tournaments where we correctly picked at least one guy who made the final in the outright. Now, unlike Bublik, I hope some of our guys actually win so we can actually win some outrights. But the point is, we have a dog in every single overall final match. Nishioka, who is a slight underdog there against Shapovalov, who is, you know, rightfully favored. I understand why Shop was favored, but Nishioka's around plus 150, which is doable. Uh, Rune is minus 200 and... Djokovic is around minus 500. We'll get into the actual breakdowns for those matches anyway. But point is, we have two separate 12 to one shots and Djokovic at minus 200. So hopefully we cash at least one. Hell, let's cash them all. So very good overall episode. But since it is uh, officially time to get into the actual match breakdowns for Sofia and for Tel Aviv, we'll start off in chronological order going through the sofia match first but before we do that we're gonna have a quick word From our sponsors, thinking of joining WinBet now is the perfect time because new customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet casino is always open 24 hours a day. We can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. WinBet is alive in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Plus, WinBet has their own same-game parlay feature. Just click on the game that you like, select build your own bet, and start building a monster parlay. Delay. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. All for subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call one 800 522 four47. We're also brought to you by Promoguy.us. Promoguy.us is the best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies. They've got daily updates on odds boosts and huge cash bonuses from all the major sportsbooks. And they've got a VIP Discord group that puts even deeper plus EV analytics right at your fingertips. I got to say, we've been looking at their daily promo updates, and they are some of the most informative in the game. They don't simply tell you what team is expected to win. They also tell you where you can get the best odds and how to track down and cash in big on constantly changing promotions. If you're not already using mathematical models to help you with your picks, you are missing out on an insanely valuable tool. And the best part of all is that Promo Guy is run by a small team of passionate sports fans dedicated on building a well-informed, better betting community. Go to promoguy.us and check out their 100% tracked, transparent and proven methods for betting smarter. So make sure you check out promoguy.us. Welcome back, everyone, to the Tennis Gatling Podcast. We just finished recapping how we did in the last episode and how many outrights we actually have left for the Sunday matches. But time to actually get into the matches themselves. Starting off in Sofia, you have Rune taking on Hussler, and Rune is the favorite at around minus 200. And to go through the actual path... For each player in this event. Rune has had a bit of a battle. He ended up beating Van Rithoven in straight sets, 7-6, seven, 7-6. Six, seven, six, and then went three sets every other step of the way. Ended up beating Sonigo in three. Beat Avashka in three. And beat Sinner technically below three. Because Sinner retired down 5-2 in the third. But let's be real. Rune basically won in three. So he's definitely had a lot of mileage. But luckily for him, Hussfors also had a couple of long matches. He ended up winning in the first round relatively easily, 6-4, 6-4. Then upset Karenja Busta in three sets. And then ended up winning in the next round in three sets as well with two breakers in there. And then he ended up beating Musetti, 7-6, 7-5, in the semis. So for this overall match, it's a very, very intriguing one to go through the head ted. Huslor did beat him on clay in Bastad earlier this year, but it was clay, so I'm not sure if you can really take anything away from the match in particular. But I do think it makes sense that Rune is favored, especially since it does seem like he's the more comfortable player on hard court. Nothing against Huslor. I think Husor is a good player. But I also want to just look at the overall consistency with regard to competition. And Aruna's definitely beaten the tougher guys. Van Rithhaven, we know, is a pretty decent player. Uh, Sonigo just won a title last week. Ivashka, we know, is solid, who was able to uh, push Sinner to the brink in the U.S. Open. And then he beat Sinner, and Sinner was the favorite in the tournament. Huswerv did beat Busta, but his second-best win is arguably Musetti. So I understand why Rune's favorite is also the higher-ranked player. So that definitely makes sense. Of course, I'm rooting for Rune because if he ends up winning this match, I cash a 12 to 1 ticket. But I do think this match will be a bit of a marathon because of the fact that Hoosler is a good server, and he also sprinkles in serve and volley. I like the fact that Huslor is willing to experiment on his serve to keep Rune a little bit off guard. We know Rune isn't exactly a great server. He's not atrocious, but the point is, he can definitely get himself into trouble, and Hoosler is a pretty solid overall groundstroke player. The point is that Hoosler can also charge the net and really shorten points when needed. Now, the total... In this match is around 23 and a half, or 22 and a half. It's 22 and a half at minus 135, and the 23 and a half is plus 110. If you want to go for three sets, that is plus 145, and the games is Rune minus two and a half at minus 115. So to go through the overall thoughts for the match, it's going to be a very, very competitive battle. I think Husserl will have moments. I think Rune is going to have moments as well. I do like the over- in this match, I think 22 and a half is too low, especially since we have seen Huswore go to a fair share of tiebreakers in this event. He has gone to three breakers, and he also had a 7-5 set in there. But you're looking at Rune, and he has gone to three sets in each of the. Last three matches, and the first round was 7 6 7 6. So, Rune has gone over this number in each of his first four matches in the tournament. And I do think that you'll end up seeing a bit of a war breakout between these players. Now, I'm not, I don't think the Clay matchup means anything, but you can argue that for Husor, just uh, mentally, he might be a little bit less intimidated in an ATP final because he has beaten this guy in the past. But I'm not going to read too much into it. I do think it'll be a very good match, a very competitive match. I do think eventually uh I th- I think whoever wins wins in 3. I just think it's going to 3 sets. I think it's going to be a battle. I picked a Rune before I picked Rune before the tournament because I just liked what I saw and I do think that he's a little bit more explosive as an athlete. Now occasionally he can get in his own head and he's a little bit I'd say prone to some temper issues throughout the course of a match, but I do think Rune probably pulls it out in three. It's going to be very close. I don't think Rune should be minus 225. I think this matchup should be closer to minus 140 or so. So I think the value is actually on Hushor. I just don't think he's going to win. I think Hushor on the games makes sense, especially if Rune gets broken early, he might punt the set. But I do like the over 22.5 half for games, and I do like the over two and a half sets, I think you'll see a long marathon match unfold for the title. But to go through the Tel Aviv match, you have Chilich taking on Djokovic, which was kind of the matchup we all expected uh, with Djokovic being the one seed and chillich basically being the two. Chilich was in a little bit of a dicey situation there in the first round against team, ended up dropping the first set, but he rallied and dominated the final two sets to win that one in three. Since then, though, Chilich has... Really kind of had an easy go of it because he was supposed to play Brody in the second round. Brody didn't show up, and Chilich walked over. And then he ended up winning in the semis, 7-5, 6-3. And it was a competitive match. Chilich ended up, ended up winning. He was the pretty huge favorite going in. But still nice job by him. And Djokovic has rolled for the most part. Beat Andy Hart in straight sets, beat Pospisil in straight sets, and beat uh, Sifu... Uh, I'm going to butcher that. I'm going to learn that name at some point just to get it officially right, but uh, Sifulin, I'm going to go with Sifulin on this one, and he beat him in straight sets. So Djokovic just looked as good as advertised. That's why I picked him to win the event. He'd be a massive favorite in every single round, and he'd probably just dominate, and that's what's happened. But Chilich, even though he has made it this far, he played one less match because of the walkover, and he has had moments, particularly in the first set, where he has been vulnerable, and to go through the head-to-head, unlike the Husor and Rune matchup, these guys have seen each other a lot, and it has been very, very one-sided, because Djokovic has won 18 of the 20 career meetings. Chilich ended up winning back-to-back meetings, actually, in the Paris Masters in 2016, won in straight sets, and then end up playing in Queens, for the final in 2018, and Chilich won on grass in three. Djokovic has won every other event uh, that they've ever had, or every other matchup that they've had. So I'm just assuming Djokovic is going to win. Uh, it's really tough to pick against him. Chilich is still a good player, don't get me wrong, but he's definitely not as reliable. With his individual strokes as he used to be. It seems like his forehand hits a few too many unforced errors. Djokovic still has the movement, still has the overall just defensive ability. And I do think eventually Chilich is going to struggle to really keep the unforced error count low. I think Djokovic keeps the ball in play. And I think Chilich eventually will just hand over a bunch of free points. And you really can't do that against Novak. So I'm going to go with Djokovic. Shocker! I'm taking the best player in the world to win against Chilich, but to go through the actual game and the total and even the money line here, Djokovic minus four games is minus 125. The money line is minus 500, and the over/under is 21 and a half. Now the total is interesting because you're basically banking on a breaker. You're asking if you think Chilich can do enough in order to actually hold serve six times in a row. That's that's how I kind of feel like this is going to go. If you want to predict three sets, you can. But I think Djokovic probably wins in three. I mean, sorry, Djokovic probably wins in two. You might get a breaker, but it wouldn't shock me if it was 6-4, six, four, six, four. So I think I'm actually leaning to the under in this one. Even with a breaker, it is still possible for Djokovic to win a set 6-2. So I do think that it is still doable for Djokovic to just start off a bit slow, win the first set in a breaker, and then dominate in the second set. So I think that's definitely a possibility, but I'm not picking Chilich to win. I went this far with Djokovic, minus 200. I thought he'd be a massive favorite in every round. He has been a huge favorite. He's minus 500 against Cilic. I'm not picking against Joker. But four games does seem right. I said 6-4, six, 6-4, four, six, four, which is literally a push. So I think I kind of have to at least ignore the side here. I am an only to the under. Djokovic, 2-0. I think is appealing if you want to take Djokovic in straight, because I do think that he's going to end up winning probably in straight. If Chilich wins a set, good for him, but I don't really see that happening. As this match unfolds, I just think Djokovic is too fundamentally sound, and Chilich still hits too many unforced errors. But Djokovic in straight sets is roughly minus 190, which is pretty juicy, and I'm not sure I really want to bother. It's tough. I do think at the end of the day... Djokovic will probably win in straight sets, but for the total, I am only to the under, and I'm going to hope that Djokovic, in his first ATP final in a while, just takes care of business and just basically dominates from start to finish. So, other than that, though, just to quickly go through my actual thoughts for who's going to win the matches, I'm going with Rune in three. I think it's going to be very, very close. I really don't feel great about picking Rune, because uh, I do think that who can bring some unique intangibles to the overall match. But if you want to try to extract some value from the favorite there, I don't think Rune should be minus 210 for the record. I've said that before. But I do think Rune, if you want to pick him to win, him to win in three is roughly plus 310. I think that has some value to it. So that's kind of where I'm leaning for the Rune match. I hope he wins anyway for the 12-1. to And I'm going with Djokovic to win because I think he's just a much better player than Chilich, and when you've won 18 of the 20 meetings, it's pretty tough to go against you. But other than that, though, time for the actual lock and dog segment. But before we do that, we're gonna have another quick word from our sponsor. We're also brought to you by No House Advantage. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play in pick'em contests versus other people for a shot at winning $250,000 in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all of your picks. Bet on up to five player points props, over-unders, or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including the NFL, the NBA, the MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Make sure to check out no House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined, because it's not just how you play, It's also where you play, and you don't want to miss out on this. Sign up with promo code SGPN at NellHouseAdvantage.com or download the app to get a first deposit match up to $25. If you're like me and there's a foreign language that you regret not learning in school, it is never too late to start with Babbel. Babbel is the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, you can finally cross-learning that new language off your list. With Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson and you can start having real-life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. Other languages, are definitely extremely difficult to learn if you're not going to be using some type of platform, and Babel makes it as easy as possible to try to learn it in a relatively efficient way. I've started to try to learn some French, and so far it has been working out well for me. Still a work in progress, but definitely getting there as we move forward. With Babbel, though, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Babbel also has speech recognition technology to help you improve your pronunciation and accent. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus it comes with a 20 day money back guarantee. And if you join right now, you can get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babble.com SGP. That's babble.com SGP for up to 55% off your subscription. Babble language for life. Also brought to you by Odds Trader. What is OddsTrader? It's a place where you can compare odds from all the major sports books in one convenient location. You can compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal. The app also gives you player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for betters to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so betters can keep track of their records on all the games and their betting activity go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire and oddstrader the number one site for all of your game day bets we're also brought to you by the elias game plan app did you know that the best day of the week is actually monday and thursday and Sunday because it's NFL season and it's our favorite time of the year. And whether you're at the fantasy leagues betting on your team, or you just want to talk about some highlights around the water cooler at work, the NFL season just got a lot better thanks to the Elias game plan app, the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL. The NBA and the MLB. The Elias Game Plan app is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats, the Elias Sports Bureau, the official statisticians of US Pro Sports Leagues. Elias Game Plan is full of information and insights provided from their renowned research team, which means they constantly give you information that is up to date and that you can trust. The app gives you everything you need to get a competitive edge whether it involves head-to-head team comparisons ahead of their matchups along with elias key insights from the elias statisticians including injury impact analysis or they also give you expert game analysis which can give you the advantage in betting picking your fantasy lineups and showing off your sports knowledge and elias game plan also is releasing new features all the time including a chat function so you can actually chat directly with their researchers and the Elias game plan app has been very useful for me when it comes down to the NFL season and trying to track down all of the injuries. It's always tricky trying to navigate through the injury reports. Everyone's listed as questionable. You never actually know who's going to play. But Elias can easily help organize all of the injury information in one convenient location to help you with anything betting or fantasy related for the NFL. And if you want to elevate your NFL season today, download the elias game plan app that's e-l-i-a-s and they also have a very special deal right now when you subscribe get 15 percent off your annual subscription but only if you use the promo code sgpn15 find the elias game plan sports betting in the app store or play store today and use the promo code sgpn15 we're also brought to you by fubo tv if you watch football you need fubo tv TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game again or one of your favorite episodes from your favorite TV shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus there's no contract, no commitment and you can cancel at any time. Right now you can try Fubo TV free for 7 days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to fubotv.com/sgp. That's f u slash t v.com/sgp. Welcome back, everyone, to the Tennis Gambling Podcast. We just finished breaking down the final matches for Sofia and Tel Aviv on Sunday. Now it's time to get into the lock and dog picks. And for my overall lock, I'm going to tell you right now, these plays are going to overlap because, or they should overlap, because I really didn't like anything in that Tel Aviv match. I still think Djokovic is going to win, but it's a little bit too juicy there at minus 190 for him to win straight. I leaned under, but jo- but Chilchin still go to a breaker, and four games feels right for the spread. So I'm gonna skip the Tel Aviv match, and I'm gonna go with the Sofia match. And for my lock, I am gonna go with the over 22 and a half games at minus 135. I do think since Rune has gone over in every single match in this event, and Husor has had a couple of three set matches too, I do know that each player. We might see a lot of up and downs throughout this game, throughout this match, where you'll see the energy level rise for one player, then dip for that same player later on, and then rise again. I just think you're going to see a lot of ebbs and flows. And I think this match could end up going over in a variety of ways, could go to a breaker, could be 7 6 6 4, or even just a couple of. 6-2, six 6-3 six sets, and you end up in a three-set marathon, and it goes over anyway. But I do think 22 and a half games seems a little bit low. I think that each player will have moments, and I think that they're going to cancel each other out. Give me the over 22 and a half games there at minus 135 in the Husslur Rune match for my lock. And for my dog, I'm basically going to double down on the same play. I'm going to go with Huslur and Rune over two and a half sets at plus 145. Kind of just what I explained. I'm not going to fully repeat everything. But I do think that Rune, especially with him mentally, his game can be very, very streaky. And I think that he can come out punch Hushor in the mouth, and then I think eventually his level might waver. But I do think you'll see a very competitive match. Husser is going to try to make it difficult to get broken with the serve and volley approach, with the kicker with the second serve. He's very crafty, and I do think as a result, Rune might struggle early on to actually break serve, and Husser could get off to a fast start. But Rune, I do think is going to really dictate how this match plays out because of his movement and because of his strokes. If he doesn't self-destruct and doesn't get in his own head, I do think Rune could end up winning this match in maybe a very competitive two or a very competitive three. But I am going to give Horse some props. I do think that he's good enough to win a set, and I'm going to pick it. I think plus 145. Sounds like fair odds, maybe a little bit high. I think it probably should be closer to plus 130. In this match, but since I like the over, I am going to also take the over in sets at plus 145. So, once again, my lock's going to be on Hushor Rune over 22 and a half games at minus 135, and my dog is going to be on Hushor Rune over two and a half sets at plus 145. But that's been this episode of the Tennis Gambling Podcast. We'll be back at some point next week to talk about Tokyo as there is a pretty big tournament uh, taking place in Japan. But until next time, you can find me on Twitter at Show Radio. We're also going to be back for Kazakhstan, which I might have forgotten to mention as well. But you can find me on Twitter at Show Radio. Besides that, still on a bunch of other pods, doing the NFL podcast a couple times a week, so check that out. Also doing fantasy football podcasts, doing the NBA gambling podcast. I know we're having a couple episodes for Next week, going through more divisions. So if you want some NBA futures, check out that show as well. And a couple others, of course, this one. But other than that, though, we're back once again in a couple of days. Good luck to all of you and all of your bets. Bye, everyone.